agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Well, today we take a comprehensive look at grain markets. There was some big movements in both wheat and canola overnight, and we take a look with Errol Anderson of Pro Market Communications about what's happening in with the grain markets. He indicates there may be a bit of a pause right now. We also give you the latest update on the Clean Farms program, where you can drop off your unwanted farm chemicals today and tomorrow. It goes right through till Friday. Of course, we'll be looking at the Yorkton Exhibition Association. They've come up with a creative, creative way to fundraise after next month's harvest showdown was cancelled because of the COVID pandemic. And we also take a comprehensive look at feeder cattle prices this past week. They again were moving downwards. We have the farm weather in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Seedmasters Nova Series 2. No clever message, just simple, no-nonsense precision. Learn more about the features at seedmaster.ca. JGL Commodities, also a sponsor. Wheat and canola markets are taking a break from a recent spike in prices. Kansas City wheat prices have jumped $1.89 a bushel since August 10th. The president of Pro Market Communications, Errol Anderson, says recent rain in Russia and the U.S. Midwest have started to push wheat prices downward. Well, you know, the bull side of the wheat market is certainly uh, the dryness uh, that was seen in the American Midwest, in that Kansas area, Texas area, but also the uh, uh, price determining area in the world globally now is in the Black Sea region and we had dryness in Kazakhstan, we had dryness in Russia, Ukraine and that drove the uh, domestic prices in Russia sharply higher, the export values. Uh, that did ripple into North America and then we had these uh, issues in uh, the southern U.S. plains but now we got some rain. And with the rain sweeping across the American Midwest, that uh, knocked the Kansas City market down this week, about 20 cents a bushel. Um, technically, though, it, it broke an uptrend, and it, you know I don't believe that the wheat prices will come crashing down for any reason, but we've probably seen a high possibly for 2020. So we had a really amazing run-up of uh, the world demand. Uh, is definitely there for wheat, but certainly this was uh, due to weather issues uh, globally. So what's your advice to farmers about wheat and wheat marketing? Well, uh, you know, the, the wheat market, it, it, it'll, it'll exhale. Uh, you know, for us to move down uh, 25, 30 cents a bushel, why not? You know, uh, but uh, I think we have to go into the n new year again. Uh, I think the damage of that markets technically are seen this week suggests that we've seen some of the highs and uh, we generally have to move back into that February, March period before the market will get its wheels back and then we'll have to look at spring weather for more direction. Now, what about canola? That's wheat. What about canola? Well, we had a flash crash. Uh, we haven't seen a flash crash for a long, long time, but it happened last night about 3.30 in the morning, uh, mountain time, 
and uh, it lasted only about five minutes. We don't know what precipitated it, but I believe it probably was tied to the weakness in the stock market. It's tied to margin calls. It's tied to stops. Uh, we were down $30 at one point, and then it rebounded uh, fairly quickly, but it did do technical damage. Uh, the January contract, which was above 550 a metric ton just last week, uh, I believe the top end of this market right now is likely about 540. Now, we're close to that right now. Now, on a full extended down wave, um, overnight, we did test a low of 514. Uh, the major support on January is actually way down at $500. So we have got a volatile market going going into November with a $40 range. So we will see how the post-US election reaction will be, and uh, that may dictate uh, where the canola market uh, moves at that time. You haven't mentioned China yet. What what influences, if any, is China having on the market right now? Well, it's a huge influence. They've been, you know, actively buying through last month and and steadily. And corn, you know, basically China is scrambling for corn. Um, they have bought out Brazil. Uh, Brazil is short of soybeans. They're short of corn, and they've had to really become aggressive uh, with the U.S. purchases. Of course, they've got the trade deal with the U.S. that they're trying to meet. So really, China has been the drawing uh, driver of this rally. But they're notorious for buying, 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 and then stopping, stopping, stopping. And that's the way we've seen past patterns. So what happens in November, we don't know. But if China starts to back away from the market, then I do think that the grains are vulnerable to come back down. But certainly, uh, they've been the driving force. We've got the weather in the Black Sea driving the wheat market. The wheat market started this rally, then the soybeans took over, then corn took over. Now, all three of these products are somewhat exhausted. Errol Anderson is the president of Calgary-based ProMarket Communications. Coming up, he discusses the outlook for feed grains, pulse crops, and some specialty crops. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Selford Group. Call your Selford Equipment dealer or visit SelfordGroup.com. The outlook for feed grains remains relatively strong this fall. The president of ProMarket Communications, Errol Anderson, takes a look at pulse crops, specialty crops, and feed grains. Well, you know, the barley market in southern Alberta has just been red hot, and it's moved up as high as $6 per bushel for March delivery. Uh, so that's about 276 a metric ton. So we've seen some remarkable gains. So there's going to be certainly competition of barley moving into the export market, into the Chinese market for beer making and the feedlot market, and that's the battle that's on. Now, there will be substitution coming in through feed wheat. Uh, there'll be substitution coming in through corn. So if this pullback in prices does affect the barley market as well, then you know we could see some additional substitution into cattle rations. But right now, the feed market is very, very strong. There's a lot of cattle in the pens. They have to be fed, and if we get severe cold weather, uh, that's certainly going to support the market. Tell me a little bit about your thoughts on the pulse crops. What's happening there? Well, the, the yellow peas, you know, we've seen some solid gains in the yellows. They've moved up, uh, you know, $8 or higher in some locations. I'm, you know, somewhat bullish on the on the pea market right now. Uh, India definitely has uh, more demand, we believe, for the Canadian market. Um, and again, that competition between India and China should keep the pulse market quite firm. The lentil market looks great. You know, uh, the greens, particularly the, the lairds right now, we believe that is, is quite firm. 
the green, the, the Estens, the small greens, you know, not so much, and the reds are holding steady. But overall, the pulses we feel are quite firm going into 2021. Any specific thoughts on some of the specialty crops uh, and flax? Well, the flax market is a good-looking market. Uh, again, uh, uh, drought conditions in, in Kazakhstan, actually, and in Russia uh, have definitely swayed some business back to Canada. Now, we are hearing some reports that the crop in that area of the world may be a little bit larger than we first thought, but uh, certainly right now that's pushed you know, our flax bids you know, $16 per bushel or higher in some locations. So really good-looking market. Really don't see any downside right now. Uh, but again, it's like the pulse market. I like the flax going into the new year. We may actually go to fresh highs. How about the canary seed, mustard, uh, some especially crops? Well, I'm not as adverse in those markets, and, and they're more difficult to uh, to forecast. But certainly, the canary seed market uh, has seen some lift, and right now, the trend on the on the bird seed market overall, uh, we believe, is up. So uh, that's a good-looking market. Uh, the mustard market, um, again, the yellows, um, you never know. We've seen the yellow market really take off if there's a squeeze late in the crop year. So generally, uh, these markets are all quite firm. The, probably the concern is just a pullback in the wheat market right now, a bit of a pullback in the canola market, and the feed grain markets overall look quite firm. Errol Anderson is the president of ProMarket Communications in Calgary. Today is the third day for the clean farms drop-off of unwanted farm pesticides and livestock medications. There are 20 locations across southern Saskatchewan this week, but each one is open only one specific day. There's no charge to farmers to drop off the obsolete farm pesticides or livestock medications. Today, the drop-off locations are Precision Ag in Carlisle, Hawks Agro in Central Butte, Nutrient Ag Solutions in Indian Head, and Richardson Pioneer in Maple Creek. Tomorrow, the drop-off locations are Richardson Pioneer in Estevan, Synergy Ag in Louvan, Co-op in Shonovan, and Richardson Pioneer in South Davidson. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. We had a Bank of Canada commentary and a decision the, the, today on rates. They decided to hold firm on their rates. Pretty pretty expected decision, uh, JP? Absolutely. No surprises, uh, for sure. I mean, if when you think of interest rates, with, if you come through the, the statement, what you'll find is that they're going to be uh, revising or recalibrating, I believe is the word that they used, their um, quantitative easing program. So they're basically going to try to have more impact on longer term interest rates. So if you think of the entire uh, yield curve and the different maturities of the government bonds and all the different assets that they're purchasing, uh, research shows basically, and not just in Canada, but everywhere, when you look at all the central banks, the most most of the major central banks, that central banks have more of an impact on long-term maturity assets. And so they're going to be focusing their actions of their quantitative easing program on the longer-term rates where they believe they have more of an impact, uh, which makes total sense as well because short-term rates I mean, you know, the overnight rate of the Bank of Canada remains where it is. It's, it's, it's you know, technically or, or, 
or uh, practically at, at the lowest point it can be. And so um, they're going to be impacting more the longer, longer part of the yield curve. And uh, in the same uh, token, they're going to be scaling back slightly the, the amount of assets that they're purchasing. So they don't expect to have this to have any impact on overall borrowing costs. And so it's slow for longer, I guess, in Canada. The, you mentioned the bond purchases. They're scaling those back to $4 billion per week. What, what are they doing here, JP? Just sort of put it in layman's terms. What are they doing? Well, you know, the entire idea behind bond purchasing or quantitative easing is that you're purchasing assets. And so because you're purchasing more, the demand for these assets is going up. The price of these assets, when demand goes up, price is going up. And so with the price going up, you have to think about interest rates being inversely correlated with the price of these assets, right? So with prices moving up, um, they're gonna, so you're expecting to see interest rates slowly come down, but you're coming down from a very low point as well. So you don't expect to have too much impact, but if the bank was to scale back more than the 4 billion that you were talking about, that's when perhaps you would see a, a little bit softer demand for those assets at a time where, let's face it, right, you know, the government, federal government needs to borrow a lot of money because there's a lot of support that is needed to support some of the businesses and some of the Canadian households going through this crisis. So uh, with $4 billion less in purchases, I don't think that's going to matter much in the grand scheme of things and uh, still have an impact on interest rates and keeping them down, not just short term, which is the Bank of Canada rate, keeping constant, as well as longer term so overall borrowing costs are going to be remaining low for a long time yeah they put out an economic forecast for the canadian economy what i think it was down 5.7 percent what are your thoughts on that yeah a little surprise frankly i thought that we were going to get a number between four and five uh so for them to be coming down lower than my you know the lower bound that i had in mind i mean maybe a little bit of a surprise at the end of the day it doesn't matter much right we're we're, we're in this, I and mean, then you and I have talked about those different letters, right? The, the, a U-type recovery versus a V-type recovery, or, or um, and then now just a letter, most recently a letter, a new letter popped up, right? Which was a K recovery, right? Which is basically points out that a subset of businesses and workers are doing okay through this crisis. And there's another subset, if you think of the food service, obvious example, uh, there's another subset that's not doing well, and they're seeing their decline, right? So there's part of the K letter that's pointing down, part of the K letter that's pointing up, and it's a little bit of what we're saying. And if you they focus on the ag sector, we're going to get some GDP numbers for August. But overall, everything else mostly is pointing upward. You know, if you look at farm wholesale, you know, crops, um, and so we're mostly in that upper part of the K despite that we've had some significant challenges in some sectors. And so it's a very nuanced uh, type of, of recovery that we're seeing. And, and I, think, I think it's important to make, you know, to, to make the distinction here and, and analyze a sector by, by sector and understand where it's, it's, it's going. So this has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. Age. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather for today Periods of light snow with risk of freezing drizzle. Wind northwest 20 becoming light this afternoon. The high today plus one. 
Fog patches developing after midnight, the low minus 4. Tomorrow, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries late in the morning, then 60% chance of rain showers early in the afternoon. Fog patches dissipating in the morning, winds up to 15 kilometers per hour. The high tomorrow plus 4, the low minus 6. Friday, sunny and windy with a high plus 9, the low minus 3. Saturday, clearing sky, windy, high plus 1, low minus 7. Sunday, sunny, the high plus 7, the low plus 1. Monday, sunny and really warm, the high 20 degrees, the low plus 2. Tuesday, sunny again, and a high near 16. Normal high for this date, 5 degrees, the normal low, minus 7. The sun rose at 7.43 this morning. It sets at 5.41 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot, leader in west-central Saskatchewan at 5 degrees. The cold spot, minus 15 in Collins Bay up north. Estevan, plus 3. Saskatoon, minus 1. Swift Current, plus 2. Weyburn, plus 2. Yorkton is minus 3. In Regina, with light snow, it's 0. That's 32 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northeast at 6. Humidity is 85%. The barometer rising, 102.0. Partly cloudy in Moose Jaw, 4 degrees. Winds are from the northwest at 15. Once again, Regina, light snow and 0. That's 32 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Milk. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distri- distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. The Yorkton Exhibition Association has come up with a creative way to fundraise after next month's Harvest Showdown was cancelled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Spokesman Brett Collin says they're holding a fall female calf sale, cattle sale, and the Friday entry deadline is fast approaching. Yeah, we've had a, uh, a lot of inquiries from, uh, from new folks uh, as well as uh, obviously uh, people that have brought to the sale year after year talking to us as well. So it, uh, it looks like it's... it's uh, going to be going to be decent numbers in it that's for sure but i mean well we won't turn anybody away that's for sure he explains the sale process yeah you know it's gonna it's gonna uh open up on uh, november 18th and and through yorkton auction center there run on their their app or their website for for online bidding and run till the 25th and um yeah basically all it works is we need some videos and pictures of you and and need to have those heifers crack checked uh by a certified vet uh, just uh, just to prove to us that they are our bread, and um, other than that, she's she's pretty easy going. You just kind of kind of watch the prices rise throughout the week. Gallons' producers are asked to submit a certain amount of cattle for auction. Yeah, we're asking for a minimum of three, uh, all the way up to a pen of ten. So I mean, it's uh, kind of leaving it wide open to the producers of how many they'd like to put in. But you know, three is kind of kind of the minimum that we would like to, like to see in the pen. That's for sure. He has some suggestions for photos and videos of the cattle. Yeah, you know, whatever works. I mean, this is the way that you're going to be displaying them. So, you know, the best possible way you can do that, you know, take the videos from the front, the back, and every other angle that makes them look good, I guess. And, and I mean, pictures are, are you know, same thing as buying bulls. You know, the picture speaks a thousand words in my mind. So, you know, if, if you've got good pictures of those heifers, it sure sure displays them off really nice and, you know, make, makes people take a second look at them, that's for sure. He says entries can be submitted several ways. You know, you can go right on to uh, 
com, I believe. Uh, um, and uh, they're right there, sitting right there. You can just print them off and, 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 and fill them out and, and send them into the office. Or, you know, our office is open. Uh, the ladies in there are, are always willing to chat. So if you stop in there, you can fill her out fill it out right there and, and talk to them about it a little more as well or by all means give myself a shout uh, and uh, my number's on the entry forms as well so I, I'd be willing to help you out with that as well. The Yorkton Exhibition Association's female fall cattle sale will be held online next month. The deadline for cattle producers to submit their entries is this Friday. Um, You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. Feeder cattle prices across Saskatchewan were moving down again this past week. Acting Provincial Cattle Specialist Natasha Wilkie says rising feed costs and increased marketings are factors behind a decline in feeder cattle prices. I don't have good news again, I'm afraid, but uh, anyway, feeder steer prices were lower in most of the reported weight categories this week, or last week, I guess. The only exception was in the 300 to 400 pound weight category. That category increased by $1.94 per hundred weight. And for the remaining categories, price declines ranged anywhere from $2.85 per hundred weight. That was seen in the 700 to 800 pound weight category, all the way up to $8.92 per hundred weight. And that was seen in the 900 plus pound weight category. So just to give you an idea of where things are at, you know, in the middle there, the 700 to 800 pound steer weight category ended at an average price of $194.55 per hundred weight. And the average weekly the weekly average steer price across all of our reported weight categories was $207.25 per hundred weight in Saskatchewan. And then when we move on to the feeder heifer prices, they were drastically lower in all their reported weight categories. The smallest decline was seen in the 400 to 500 pound weight category, and it decreased to $4.01 to end the week at an average price of $189.35 per hundred weight. Uh, when we go to the other end of the see the steepest decline, it was in the 800 plus pound category, and that category dropped $12.88 per hundred weight week over week, and ended at an average price of $155.20 per hundred weight. And so the middle of the road there is the 600 to 700 pound pound heifer weight category ended the week at an average price of $169.95 per hundred weight. And so the weekly average heifer price across all those reported weight categories was $177.86 per hundred weight in Saskatchewan. And what were the factors pushing these prices down? Well, once again, Jim, I feel like I'm a broken record these days. You know, our Saskatchewan basis, it's strengthened, so that was good. That's our good news. But then when we go to look at feed prices, uh, they were up across the board last week. So that, you know, including spot prices for barley, uh, spot prices for corn, as well as the corn futures. Um, but if we want to look at today, the corn futures are showing a deep, decrease in the market so we'll have to watch that trend what were marketings well those went up quite a bit so that could also be you know something playing into it fall runs in full swing with canfast reporting a total of 39,920 head of cattle sold in saskatchewan last week and that's up quite a bit from the previous week of 15,513 although it's still less than the 47,265 head that were marketed during the same week in 2019 what happened with market ready cattle prices well, we've got the price of D2 slaughter cows. They saw a de- decrease of $3.92 per hundred weight to average $76.75 per hundred weight. 
And then when we look at the D3 slaughter cows, they also saw a decrease. The prices were lowered there by a little bit of a larger amount, $5.08 per hundred weight from the previous week, and they averaged $66.25 per hundred weight. And when we look at the average price of live steers in Alberta, they ended the week at $136.50 per hundred weight. Natasha Wilkie compiles the weekly cattle price summary for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola fell $9.20 at 483.37. Lentils gained $13 at 620.50. Number one red spring wheat dropped $1.88 at 233.94. The rest were unchanged. Durham 279.25. Feed barley 219.70. Flax 653.92. Oats 190.53. Yellow peas 302.89 and feed wheat 183.72. Minneapolis spring wheat December futures fell seven and three quarter cents at 5.53 and three quarter cents a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Source 620 CKRM. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. And now, the latest livestock quotes. Assiniboia Livestock had a pre-sorted calf sale on October 27th. 300 to 400 pound steers sold from 218 to 240. 400 to 450 pound steers sold for 222 to 238. 450 to 500 pound steers sold from 202 to 233. 500 to 550 pound steers sold from 203 to 223. 550 to 600 pound steers sold from 196 to 206. 600 to 650 pound steers sold from 189 to 198. 650 to 700 pound steers sold from 182 to 189. 700 to 800 pound steers sold from 179 to 186. 800 to 900 pound steers sold from 168 to 183. Heifers are about 35 cents back from the steers. This is Jordan Stevens with the Cinnaboya Livestock Market Report. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,700 hogs Tuesday. Selling a range of 182 to 204 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,200 head. Selling a range of 177 to 198 per CKG. Ham's number one sales this week are selling the range of 25 to 30 cents per pound live weight. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed and four contract prices opened lower this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is up 21 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3164. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.11 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are mixed, with the Western Corn Belt up 56 cents, National down 89 cents, and the National Cutout Adjusted Base Price lower by $2.72 U.S. 100 weight relative to the previous day. Coming up, the Resource Report. Um. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report brought to you by Olympic Buildings. See them for ag buildings, riding arenas, hay barns and more. Build with confidence. Olympic-Buildings.ca 
Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem says it will take quite some time for the economy to fully recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. In its latest economic outlook, the bank says a rapid expansion as the Canadian and global economies reopened has given way to slower growth. It says Canada's economy won't fully recover what was lost to COVID-19 until the year 2022. And Macklem says the path will be uneven over time and across sectors. The economy is forecast to contract by 5.7% this year, but grow by 4.2% next year and 3.7% in 2022. The outlook was issued as the bank kept its overnight rate target at 0.25%. Drugmaker Pfizer, one of the leaders in the race to develop a COVID-19 vaccine, is tweaking its timeline for when it will know if its experimental two-dose shot works. Pfizer executives had expected data from their 44,000-person international study would show by Saturday how well it prevents coronavirus infections. But on a conference call to discuss the company's third-quarter results, Chief Executive Albert Bourla said the answer may not come until next week. An alarming surge in COVID-19 cases in Europe and the U.S. is prompting new business restrictions, raising the threat of large-scale lockdowns and sending a shutter through financial markets. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen thinks Christmas will be a different Christmas this year. Nearly every state in the U.S. is seeing a rise in cases as President Donald Trump continues downplaying the pandemic. The World Health Organization says more than 2 million COVID-19 cases were reported globally last week. Europe accounted for about 46% of them. And tomorrow, European Council President Charles Michel will chair an extraordinary summit of European Union leaders focused on the pandemic. On the markets, North American stock markets were in retreat in late morning trading amid worries about rising COVID-19. The TSX Composite Index was down 351 points at 15,669 as commodity prices tumbled. In New York, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 775 points at 26,687. The Canadian dollar traded at 75.13 cents U.S. compared with 75.96 cents Tuesday. The December crude oil contract was down $2.11 at $37.46 a barrel. That's the resource report. Stay tuned for the closing grain prices at 1.45 this afternoon and an Agri-News report at 3.45 p.m. Tomorrow morning, there's another Agri-News report at 6.45 a.m. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good day. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM.